Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, one and all. This is Baka Bites, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today is my co-host, Milkboy Applebottom, Magically Average. Tonight will be our last recording for the year 2021, but not our last upload. Next week, we'll have a special up episode where we go over winter 2022 anime, but until then, how are we feeling tonight? How are we feeling, Milkboy <laughs> Applebottom? <laughs> Did you like I the best part about it for everyone listening too is that like we have like a 10 to 15 minute like hey what are we going to do let's get this situated do you have your script ready frankfurter yeah all right let's go and it's it, there are times where i just assume that you make it up on the spot because like there you, you use some very very big words at times what was last week the uh audacious manicotti audacious yeah. manicotti and i was like that's pretty good like that's those that's, them some big words for you and then you come out with milk boy apple bottom like how am i supposed to react to that like what am i supposed to do with milk boy apple bottom it sounds know, like the me, worst Mr. milk boy apple bottom it's it sounds like the worst nursery rhyme from like 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 the the like stolen ip but they can't use it yet so they're like well what are, what's another milk, uh, nursery rhyme milk boy apple bottom let's go I thought with you were that gonna say the worst i thought you were gonna say the worst uh nursery rhyme from like the plague yeah times yeah, i mean there once was a boy his name was milk boy apple bottom <laughs> and his pants were always soaked from his ankles to his knees like what I just was it milk? Was it apple juices? Who knows? <laughs> uh, the worst and most disgusting mystery of all. So but we have a jam packed show. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, well, I'm just we're just gonna hard cut you off, and I'm gonna just gonna go. say we have a. Yeah, we're gonna get into it because we got a jam packed show today. Today we are gonna talk about 
Uh, I'm going to talk about Komi. You're going to talk about an episode, I think, what, just uh, uh, Miroko-chan? Yep, that wrapped up. Yep, we'll talk about the uh, season finale of uh, Mushoku Tensei, and then we will talk about Demon Slayer, and then we are going to go over what our favorite shows were for each season this year. So to jump right into it, Komi is more Komi. I love it. It's great. They introduce one of my favorite characters, like side characters. I Honestly, I always forget their names. But I just know them by their characteristics because they are all so unique. And this one is just the the country bumpkin of a girl. Anaka. And she's great. Yes, yeah. I love Anaka. She's the freaking best. But basically, it like the first part of it revolves around her stalking Komi, similar to other situations she's gotten in. And Najimi asking Komi to go to... Uh, it wasn't... Uh, it's not Starbakes. It was Saoboe or something like that. And basically this country girl is just like, oh, this is, I want to be a city girl just like Comey. Maybe I'll follow Comey into the city girl like hot, like sandwich shop and see how she does it so I could be just like city girl. And, you know, the, the usual happens. Comey can't talk, order, whatever, because Najimi, of course, gives her the stupidest task of this like complex order from subway essentially and she basically goes in there eventually stands in front of the counter and says nothing and gets a sandwich and it's not what najimi wants but it is what it is because you know najimi's an asshole etc but it also leads into a couple other uh other like smaller pieces or i guess gags um they have the uh shoot she has a bad dream in which everybody around her has something on their face and she can't tell them and she doesn't want to write it down because she feels embarrassed that they'll uh, that they'll be mad at her for pointing it out. And then she wakes up and then she goes to school the next day and Tadano has like something on his face and she's just like, oh shit, what do I do? They also have another one in which uh, Najimi calls them up and says, hey, I need help with this part-time job. I'm sorry, please come help. Thank you. And it's basically passing out tissues for a convenience store. So it's basically advertising for a convenience store. So she like is kind of like trying to hand them out, but she's not saying that she's handing them out. So nobody knows what she's trying to do until this one woman who's just like, I need a tissue. I am sweaty. I ha- My hands are sticky because I dropped my cola. I did this and that and I have gum at the bottom of my shoe. And she rounds the corner and she sees Comey handing out tissue. She's like, huh, yes. I would love a tissue, but I also want, I'm too embarrassed to ask for a tissue. But then they meet eyes, and then Komi kind of approaches her and hands her a tissue, and that's when, like, everybody starts forming a line to try and get tissues from Komi, which is funny. But um, alongside Nabajimi and her, there's also, like, this giant polar bear suit person that's working with them, and you find out at the end of the gag that it's just Tadano just sitting in there sweating his ass off. And I believe the... It's not the last one, but the last one of, or it's not the last one of the episode. I've kind of gone in non-chronicle uh, or whatever non-order, but the other one is, uh, is it Naka Naka, the girl who has like the eye patch and everything else? Yeah, that's Naka Naka. Yeah, she she, Komi asks if she can come over or do something, and basically she goes to Naka Naka's house and tries to show her video games, and was like. I'm way too, like, nervous around you. I'm calling Najimi to come over. So Najimi and uh, Tadano come over, and they play essentially Super Smash Brothers. And 
it's it's a good time it's fun i just want to highlight one characteristic of inaka that i love is that like they really push for that like country bumpkin stereotype where she believes that if people know that she's from the countryside based on her accent or if they figure out where she lives that they're gonna throw rocks at her that is my that's the most lovable piece of her is that like she's in constant fear that if if they know where she's from they're gonna like just start pelting her with rocks it's it's too adorable i love it i i did forget about that that is pretty damn funny but also just like the way her character design is she's got like the teeny tiny like eyebrows like the circles so you don't know like at the very beginning what's her eyes and what's her eyebrows and what's her like mouth you're like what is all going on here yeah and she she wears her skirt really really long compared to other girls but like her her big triumphant moment coming back to school because it was like winter break and they're coming back now or summer break and they were coming back now and she's like i raised my skirt two inches below my knees and then she's like oh i can't do it i'm gonna pull it down <laughs> so yeah she raised it three centimeters and that was her fall yeah, glow up yeah it's just she's just too adorable but yeah that was that was comey comey's great i'm i mean it's just a good wholesome comedy if you like wholesome comedies just go watch it it's on netflix but um yeah tell us tell us a bit about miroko chan this week this is the last episode of the season so we're all wrapped up and it's they sort of chock full like they put a lot of stuff in the last episode which at one side is kind of nice on the opposite side it's like well i hope to god that there's gonna actually be a season two because i don't know if it's been confirmed yet or not but we get the resolution with the substitute homeschool teacher homeroom teacher god i keep saying homeschool homeroom teacher who is not evil he was being haunted by his very controlling possessive mother and uh, Miko uses her last wish from the shrine temple gods to basically save him and get rid of the spirit so that wraps up and then it just kind of goes into like this whole inner monologue of Miko being like I have to live with these things every day I have gotten really good at ignoring them we kind of get like as she's doing through the inner monologue, it's showing all these different spirits that we've seen throughout all the episodes. So you get like the first ever spirit that she sees at the bus stop, the weird garbage spirit with his like limbs sticking out of different trash bags, like waving around like like a little monkey. Um, you just you get them all, and she's just like, "Well, I think it's high time that I figure out what to do because I had my three saving moments from the shrine gods." I guess it's my time to fend myself, so I have to figure out how I'm going to do it. And then it's the ending is just very, like, it's, like, really cryptic, but not in a way where you're like, ooh, this next season is going to be so good. It's like, ooh, what the hell is even going to happen this next season? Basically, it goes on to where the grandmother, who was the, I guess, local, like, peddler, um receives a letter the one that left mid-season yeah who got basically okay. she was in she was in for one episode and got completely annihilated by miko's sheer i guess bad aura yeah. <laughs> that she was just like ah fuck this i'm i'm better off just going to the countryside where my my son and daughter-in-law live and working on the farm well she gets a letter from someone doesn't know who it is and it's just a picture of it's it's a picture of Hana and Miko when they were at the shrine originally, and their faces are covered by these little stickers that Hana had put on, 
when she uploaded it online. And the grandmother freaks out. She's like, I know that aura. Actually, I know both of them. Like, what is going on? So, And then it just kind of cuts to a different scene. You're like, okay, weird. But maybe she'll have some involvement. Mm. Then we get a scene where Miko goes back to the shrine to basically give thanks. And the gods are, like, unhappy with her. And to the point where the larger fox god, because it's a, it's a shrine where, uh, surrounded by foxes, the larger one, like, transforms in this horrific almost like the like the evil spirit looking things like it transforms into that and then eats her but it ends up being a dream but we don't really know if it's a dream or not it is really really weird and then she's like yeah life goes on um but i uh have to figure this stuff out and we're gonna do that next season and then they did like a stereotypical like creepy thing where at the end of the episode they're like thanks to our sponsors and it was the I think it was the main studio or producer and like it gets all staticky and like the music gets like shaky and stuff and then it just shows like one of the spirits coming up and it's like we can see you and then the episode ends it was I like it was a weird way to wrap it up again I, I think it's a lot of setting up for what is to be season two I'm guessing I don't know when it's going to be. I don't know if it's been confirmed. And again, I don't even know what it's going to be about. But it, it has not been confirmed, by the way. I just looked it up while you were going through that. I didn't think so because I think they're only there's only five, I guess, English, I should say, English versions. There's only five volumes of the manga out currently that I, I believe. So I don't even know if they have the source material to do a second season yet. Um, so, I mean, it was good. It. Okay. It was good, though. I, I really enjoyed it. I, again, it, the the whole sort of tying up loose ends only created more, if, if, if that makes sense. But I guess that they are sort of leaving it in, this, in a space to where they can easily start season two at whatever point they want and then build the plot or, it, or continue the plot, I should say, from season one. Because we still have all these questions of, like, will Miko learn how to exercise the spirits? Like, will she be able to, like get a better understanding of her ability to see the spirits. Like, will she be able to help Hana out? You know, what is Yulia's involvement? Are they going to all three team up? You know, so there's, there's a lot of different directions they can go. Um, but they definitely left it like pretty open ended. So that's good though. Yeah. I still liked it a lot. And there's, there's uh six volumes out in Japan or in Japan with five being here in the States yeah um or well there will be five in the states only four are out the fifth one comes out in may yep um sixth one just came out back in october so it seems like they're taking their time probably won't get another season for a while oh yeah i'm thinking maybe spring of 2023 maybe maybe As- assuming they're not currently working with the author to i guess get started on the next season which i highly doubt given that there's only six in japan but who knows maybe i mean and it's it's taken a while to get those six out i mean the original run of this i mean the volume one came out in april 2019 in japan yeah i mean it was a quick pickup like it seemed yeah. like it was a pretty quick turnaround from first issue to hey you have an anime let's go so yep but But moving on moving on to a show that actually has a season two and three confirmed which what the fuck 
Yeah. I didn't think... Okay, so for, for next week, we definitely talk about Mushoko Tensei a bit. Mm-hmm. I forget in what context, but I did... I. I think I said something along the lines of that people aren't going to be happy with next season because I truly, with how they ended this season, like, it's so strange and weird and different than what I had imagined because the way I had it thought out in my mind, they were going to go into, like, chapters, like, 42 to maybe 4... or Sorry, 52 to 54... And really, they they didn't. They just went into a little bit of the next chapter, like halfway through that chapter, and that's about it. And they just did everything else from chapter 51. So, um, Mishoku Tensei was really different and weird from, again, as I said, uh, from what I will, from what I remember. um, But I also, sorry, I'm going to backtrack here a lot. Season 2 and 3 have been confirmed. I didn't think that they had enough material to do Season 2, Season 3. And then I remembered, oh wait, this isn't a manga, this is a light novel. So, currently, where Season 1 ended, it's in vol- or sorry, in novel number 8, or book number 8. They have 25 books out. They can do a lot with this show. Yeah. They just don't have anything like kind of animated out like in manga form, except for maybe part of Season 2 which I don't think that the beginning of Season 2 a lot of people are going to like, for different reasons. I mean, it, it is what it is. I won't go into it. But this season ends with basically a slideshow of, not necessarily a slideshow, but just kind of like a slideshow of where everybody they've met is at in the world right now. So you have Rudy's dad and sister meeting up with his other sister and the, not the nurse, but the made housekeeper made yeah. thank you um it shows the prince that got kicked out the guy the like super strong prince that rips kids head like babies heads off on accident <laughs> it shows him in the back of a cart saying sensei like or like i will like i will find you and we will like you know i will learn from you it shows rugeard uh kind of killing some monsters and saving a bunch of travelers and showing off his you know eyeball thing and them not being scared them kind of laughing about it being like wow we've never met one of your like your type before like we're not scared of you because you saved us thank you for saving us we'll be sure to like pass along the message and i'm not sure all to like i know what else is shown but i think all of that none of it was in the source material at least the manga which was really fucking weird because it accounted for a decent chunk of the episode. Yeah. The only other things that were shown is Rudy in his bed just kind of contemplating life, kind of comparing his life to his past life and sulking about etc etc and then by the end of the episode he's like gets up and is like I should probably go and try and find my mom because that's the only person we haven't found and instead of me being like my past self, I need to get over it and get on with my life. That, too, is not in the source material. So the way that the last episode ended where he finds the hair, reads the note, goes to the butler, says, where is she? He's saying, no, I'm not telling you. And then him going to bed to cry. That all happens. And then when he wakes up the next day, he's a bit, he basically is like, well, I better go find my mom, essentially, and just walks off. 
So all of this whole comparison to his whole past life does not hop or happen happen in the manga. So again, you're getting a real big chunk of this episode that is not with the manga. Whether it might be with the light novel, I'm not sure. It is what it is. The one thing that is with the manga, and they showed portrayed, is um, Eris with uh, Ghislaine, I believe is what her name is. If not, you know, the, the Beast Woman. Mm-hmm. It shows them kind of traveling and journeying. She has her short hair and it looks it looks nice. It looks good. And you get her explanation of why she thinks that they're not a good couple. Basically, he was always saving her. And the time that, you know, the dragon god came along and absolutely fucking demolished all of them, she could do nothing. So she thinks that, beca- like, when they were, you know, had their sexy time and everything... She loves him and everything, but she remembers how small his hand was and remembers he's younger than her, and he's still protecting her and saving her. So she wants to go out, travel, learn, and become a person that is worthy of being by his side instead of just, you know, starting a family with him and being, you know, his lover. So she really kind of doesn't describe that well to Rudy, which is really fucking unfortunate, but this is, I mean, this all happens. But she gives the audience the description of why she's doing it, and it's it's a good description. I understand where she's coming from, but it's still just like, you bumbling idiot. You could have done this so much better to, like, not fuck with Rudy's head. But no, you fucked with Rudy's head. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of necessary for the next arc, and I mean, we'll see why probably next year. If I had to guess, this is, I think we'll get season two in spring or summer 2020, uh, 2022, just for the fact that season two and three were confirmed back in May of this year. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they've already started production, I could see them taking a, a season off and coming back in spring or taking, you know, two seasons off and coming back in summer. But, yeah, yeah, this episode to me was really perplexing. It did not go in the direction I thought it would. So, I I don't know. Give me your thoughts, buddy, because I've, I've, we've talked about this before the recording, and I just want to hear your thoughts after, like, hearing all of this. Because I didn't tell you about that none of this was essentially in the manga. Yeah, I didn't know that. The one piece, and I don't know if this is in the manga either, is also that Roxy is in one of the villages and she comes across the demon king and basically like yeah. pays her tab and the demon king same thing with Rudy is like all right I'll give you one of my eyes if you want it and Roxy's like I really don't care I just want to know if one of my friends is if their family is safe and she's like all right can do <clears throat> and that's when she confirms basically that yep Rudy's dad's safe his younger sister uh from his dad and Zenith his mom she's there Aisha and Lilia, the maid and the maid's daughter, they're there. So she's like, okay, I confirm that they're all there. And then, then basically the ladies, like the demon king is like, well, and Rudy is basically is just crying and, and being a little baby in his bed and then laughs about it. <laughs> she's like, probably had some bad food. And then Roxy's like, what about their mom? And this is where, like I was really kind of confuzzled because I didn't think that they were going to pigeonhole themselves, but the yeah. demon King was like, Ooh, she's on this continent in 
this area just about, but I can't see exactly where she's at. But she's in that area. And Roxy's like, all right. So she gets her group, her party together, and they're off to that continent. And then, yeah, like you said, too, at the end of the episode, Rudy's like, I have to go find my mom. Like, I have to stop sulking and I need to actually do something. Last thing I want to do is end up like myself in my prior life. So might as well go journey for my mom. And that's how it ends, which, yeah, it is a little interesting because it seems like the whole second season is going to be about finding their mom or his mom, I should say. But without adding spoilers based on what we talked about, it seems like that's almost it's not a misdirection but that there's much more substance to it and that just finding his mom is like not even really the crux of season two yeah well i don't know so with how quickly they went through everything i don't know how long season two will last what it'll all cover because i'm only caught up with the manga i'm not caught up with the the light novels Mm -hmm. so i don't know what how quickly they get through the arc that I'm in through the light novels and how quickly they get through, I mean, what other material they cover. So I don't know what's all going to be in season two because the next arc, they kind of drag out and it revolves a little bit more around what happens at the very end, the post credit scene. You get a shot of basically five people in a room in which they're talking about Rudy and one of them is basically like, okay, if this magical, mystical fairy tale of a person does exist, why why are you so intrigued? Why are you so interested in this person? And they're basically because, like, they're my friend, savior, the yada yada, and most of all, I respect them the most. And that's where it ends. And that more so is going to be towards your season two, and I'm sorry if that's a minor spoiler. I don't know. Um, well, I mean, it's not a spoiler. Because it's even the end then, of the episode, so... It's... Yeah, like, I I don't know. I, the way they ended season t- this season was super freaking weird to me. I I don't know. Well, it's it was all a, right. It's also not a spoiler to say, too, that that person that was talking, we suspect, it's not confirmed, but based on the episode prior to this, too, we it's hinted that that is Silphy, his former friend, well, still friend, I guess, but the person that he spent the most time with when he was growing up in the village. Because even though she doesn't have... You say that. Well... But they have different hair. Right. That's why it's like, it's suspected. It's the ears combined with the fact that they know them, know Rudy intimately, makes you suspect this is Sylphie. Might not be. Again, might be like just some misdirection piece. But, I mean, there are a couple different things, like different focal like focus points that i i assume they're going to integrate into the second season when we originally talked about it too i had a thought because there is a second manga out uh it's mashuka tensei roxy gets serious where season two might be more focused on roxy's adventure because it does show roxy and her party going off to find find zenith as well so we might get one of those dual sort of like I guess, linear plot lines of Rudy going on his adventure and then obviously having the exp- uh, the experience of going in f- potentially finding Sylphie too, if we, if we think that is Sylphie or whatever those characters were, having the interactions with them combined with Roxy and her party going to find Zenith as well and what, you know, it, blockades and, and roadblocks they get into is, it, with, with their adventure. So 
it just it seemed weird though when they were just like i'm gonna go find my mom and then roxy's like i gotta go find his mom and then we get that weird sort of end credit of like uh i like this kid rudy so they're yeah just yeah again if they had just done the next chapter things would be so much more clear than what they are right now but they didn't and that's why i'm kind of like i i guess i understand it for to like a degree because the first half of the next chapter is the whole heiress explaining herself and then the second half is like two years into the future Mm. and that's all i'll say about it but um it was an interesting interesting weird way to end the season in my opinion just knowing what's gonna happen next and like reading the descriptions of the light novels from like you know starting from the top down and kind of catching up to where I'm at, I'm like, okay. So they are going in this di- like the manga and the light novels are on the same course, basically, mm-hmm. or the manga is on the same course of the light novels. So I'm just like, hmm. I wonder why they did it, but I guess it is to just kind of build that intrigue and everything else. Yeah, but yeah. It, it... I, I I really wish they would have done it differently, but it is what it is. It is fine i would say too it would be kind of like a real kick in the mouth if you end a season where it's like oh uh quick flash forward get ready for next season you're like whoa we can't skip time like that you can okay anywho we'll we'll move on but i i do believe that we'll get season two next year sometime i i could totally see them taking a season or two off and then coming back but i have a feeling whenever (laughs) And this is this is just my hunch. Whenever Chainsaw Man is announced, they are going to avoid whatever season that comes out like the plague because that is oh, going yeah. to be the show that everybody talks about. Oh yeah. Like nobody wants to release the same like nobody wants to release a show when Chainsaw Man comes out because Chainsaw Man is going to wipe the f- Sorry, this is me predicting because I know what ha- <laughs> like I've read all of Chainsaw Man and I absolutely adore how fucking great and fucked up it is. It is going to wipe the floor with whatever comes out that season. It's going to be great. It's phenomenal. But anywho, that's neither here nor now. You know, another show wipes the floor in a season. If you this is this is your worst transition because I don't I don't even believe you think of this. No, I don't. I was just trying to transition. Yeah, I know. Um, know who else wipes floor? Tanjiro. Tanjiro <laughs> wipes <laughs> there floors. You go. There you go. There you go. We 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 got the connection. Yeah. Uh, Demon Slayer. Uh, Entertainment Arc. Episode, episode three. three already. Yep. We're already three weeks into this. Yep. Um, I'm gonna leave you with the recap this time because I watched. I got a booster shot on Saturday and I watched this Sunday, and I remember what happened. But like, it's all fuzzy up here. It is what it is. Like it's like a whole bunch of like nothing, but a whole bunch of like something did happen. Yeah, well, I mean that's honestly the best way to describe it, because it's really like because where we left where we left off in the last episode is Inosuke has a weird suspicion based on the conversation over overhears about two other courtesans that one of Tengen's wives is supposedly sick and locked themselves in their room, and they won't let anyone in. And they refuse to go to the hospital. And in those cases, like, that seems off. I'm going to go check. And so that's where the last episode ends. So we begin the episode with Inosuke going and checking. And we get a glimpse of 
the demon that's in the room again it's all these different like i guess like you were describing it like almost like kimono robes that are like around the room and they're tied they're tying up one of tengen's wives and Minosuke like hears them the demon free like flees the room realizes it's up in the attic actually like chases the demon Inosuke punches a dude who's just going in to have a good time. They freak out. All the other courtesans freak out. And Inosuke's like, darn, missed it. And then that's it. And then it's like, okay, switch over to Tanjiro. Tanjiro is cleaning the house. He's annoying as shit because he's basically just asking the madam, like, what else can I do? What else can I do? What else can I do? And she's like, you could shut up for one. That's what you can do. And then we get a little bit of Zenetsu, too, who here's one of the girls crying goes and helps her. And this is sort of like the bulk of the episode is based around this one courtesan that we come across. It's actually the, um, I'm going to mispronounce it, but the Oran who's like the highest ranking courtesan within a particular house. Um, she goes to help this little girl. The Oran comes in and basically like, why are you in my room? It's a mess. And then I tell you to clean it little girl and like hits her. And then Zenetsu's like, don't, hit her and <laughs> the Oran's like I didn't give you permission to touch me and just clocks him and he goes shooting across into like another room <laughs> from this one punch the Oran is like hmm I can tell that you're different from other civilians because you only have minor injuries and you're still breathing so I'm gonna guess you're a demon slayer and then it's like oh okay backstory into her she's actually a demon that's been around for forever and we finally get uh, a recap of how, why the madam fell out the house the two days earlier, which was like, it was so weird how they set that whole thing up. Cause originally it was just like an overpassing conversation between two courtesans. They're like, yeah, didn't you hear the, the madam fell out and she died two days ago. Things have been really crazy around here. And then we get, Oh no, she didn't fall. The madam was onto the, the, the woman because she's been rude lately. And then she realized from like her grandmother that there was always this one Oran who was like very beautiful, but they had certain facial features and certain quirks about them that you could tell they were different. And then she's like, well, shit, you caught me, but for that you die. And so the demon like takes her up into the air and it's just like, sorry, I didn't want to do this to you, but bye-bye. There's been a murder. There has been a murder. Um, and that's, that's honestly it. it. I mean, I I don't want to be that person like the, ha, I told you so. But this season is going to be a very slow crawl. It's going to be extremely slow. You're going to have a lot of episodes like this because at least how they set it up, things could change. The entire season is going to take place within the entertainment district and because we, we already know what the goal is. The goal is to find Tengen's wives, and we already have seen one of the demons. There could be more. Um, you also see that Muzan was there too to to talk with the demon that dropped the madam and she's one of the upper ranks. She's, I think the sixth upper six. Yep. I want to say she's upper six. She's so, yep. So, I mean, again, everything is set out. We have all the pawns in place. Now it's just a matter of playing the game, but it's going to be a really, really slow game. It's a lot of methodical movements, a lot of taking time and effort to set things up properly, which again, can't fault them for that. Cause that's how the season was set up. But it is a very much a detraction from the first season, which was like three episodes of action, 
and then you get your rest and then three episodes of action and then a rest because they all took place in sort of different scenes. They were building different sort of progressive moments in the story, building characters here. Now you're getting, here is our goal. Here are the characters. Here is the setting. Let's see it play out. So I, I, I am much more bi- like, I'm a huge fan of that. I'd rather it be kind of yeah. a slow burn with a good setting, good cast of characters. I would much rather that than blaze through kind of a story and not taking your time in a very interesting setting. So yeah. to me, I'm already really enjoying this season and I'm really looking forward to what comes next for this season. No, and I completely agree. I just I I I know there's going to be a lot of Demon Slayer fans out there who are going to complain about this season because it's not the action-packed, battle-intense craziness. Where's my water breathing, and where's my fire breathing, and where's this and that, and Zenetsu doing his lightning sleeping mode? It's like, no, it's, it's let's just take a chill pill and relax yeah. and enjoy the scenery. Have some fun. Yeah. Meet some women. I don't know. It It is... The one complaint I do have about it is that they gave us like some really interesting pieces. I thought they were going to hit on more to be like early on in the season that they haven't yet. So my fingers are crossed that they will hit on it. The, the one main one being Tanjiro learning more about his sun breathing technique. Cause that was like a really big focal point in the first episode, like the second part of the first episode when he goes and talks with Rengoku's younger brother and the dad, like that was a huge piece. And I'm like, yes, that would be amazing because we kept getting like little glimpses of it in season one, when he fights the spider, the uh, upper rank spider. Um, And then when he fights, um, I'm blanking. You know that, you know that the sun breathing though is just a Chekhov's gun. Like that thing is going to come back later in the season and you know, either later this season or early next season. It's just a matter of time. And that, that was always saying is like, I, I, I hope that they, that they continue doing more sprinkling of it. Cause I, I want, I want Tanjiro to like learn more about it, learn the origins of it, figure out how to, not even control it, but like just how to use it properly. Cause he has this weird, like conglomeration of both water breathing and sun breathing. So, and then obviously you have the, the, the cool scene with um, Nezuko when he's, when they're fighting the spider demon um, where like their powers sort of like combine together, like all that, like I want him to just learn more. So I'm hoping that that's, that continues as the season progresses. Um, but I just, you know, there's, there's, it's hard to figure out where in the progression of the, of the plot that they're going to fit that in only because like right now they're basically spies and then you got to assume that it's going to transition into fighting once the demons are discovered. So we'll see again. I'm not, I'm not upset with it at all. I just am concerned that people are just going to be like, it's so slow. But, I want but here's fighting. The thing. Who cares what other people think? We're enjoying the shit out of it right now. I know. I said it. Who cares? I don't care what you think of Attack on Titan. Who cares what other people <laughs> thinks of fucking this this season? You're so sore and bent out of shape about something I made, a comment I made last week. Grow up. Jeez. I mean, do you really want me to drag you under the bus? 
I don't care. People people can know that I hate Attack this on man's, Titan. This man's this no 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 that no no, no. it's not Attack on Titan. I'm a, I'm talking about what we discussed earlier today with my hero. Oh, I am scared for season six. Because man says, "Is it bad two. that I'm not excited for this this season?" And then posts a damn TikTok saying, <laughs> "Like, man, I'm excited for next season." I'm just like, "You Cause motherfucker!" Because I, I I genuinely do like the show, but I've been I've been oh I do too. Totally I have, there's no fuck. way season six will be bad. There's you know that it's gonna be great. I no, I know. I I have the childlike hope that it's going to be the most amazing season yet, but I've had similar hopes for the last two seasons and I had there were major letdowns. So I'm trying to be as calm as possible saying I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to get overly excited about it, but I keep seeing when I saw articles come out today like it's been confirmed, it's going to come out in 2022, it's going to be about this and that. I'm like okay, I can now get excited. Like I can I can actually be genuinely excited and anticipate like just anticipate how awesome it's going to be without the fear of being just totally stabbed in the back again so there Mr. but speaking Throw you under the bus speaking of the past two seasons let's talk about the last four seasons let's oh. talk about the year of 2021 <laughs> let's go back through yeah, do your do your sound effects. Um, <laughs> but let's go through the past few seasons: winter twenty twenty one, spring twenty twenty one, summer twenty twenty one, and this previous season or continued season, fall twenty twenty one. Yeah, let's just kind of briefly go over it. Talk about the shows we loved, the disappointments, and uh, what we really enjoyed overall this year. I know for me, there was, I feel like there was a decent amount of things that I loved and a decent amount of things I hated, and I'll be honest. I completely forgot that the Promised Neverland season two was winter twenty twenty one. Yeah, that, that was a long show, time ago. that show was a stinky pile of fucking doo doo. That show makes me depressed any time I think about it. That that season, <laughs> season two of the Promised Neverland is god awful. I would rather I I don't even know what I'd watch in its place. I'd probably go watch Ghost Stories dubbed in in its place. I would I would watch Overlord in its place. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just I'm just messing with you. Um, but my I think my top personal favorites of uh winter 2021 though my my number one for sure is Horimiya. Horimiya was just a great slice of life rom com. If you haven't watched it, it's great. It revolves around like nine characters or ten. I don't know. It revolves around a bunch of characters. It's wholesome. It's not very dramatic. It's just very good. It's a very good slice of life rom-com and I highly recommend it. But you're like, Frank, why aren't you doing Attack on Titan, the final season part one? The final season part one was a lot of like action to begin with and then just a shit ton of domino building so we can knock them all down in freaking winter 2022. So to me, the first half of the final season of Attack on Titan was good, but not like excellent supreme. I, I don't know, but um, I would say that Attack on Titan was great or good. I haven't watched ReZero Season 2 Part 2 or even Season 2 at all. Um, is it wrong I got incarnated as a slime? Second season started, that was pretty good. And then Mushoku Tensei actually started in winter 2021, which I didn't watch until last season, so I didn't really 
watch it while I was airing, so I feel like I can't say like that was my yeah. favorite of the season. I was gonna say I, I I'm sort of cheating in that way too because I for me I I didn't get a lot of shows in for winter 2021, so my two really are just Mashoko Tensei and Wonder Egg. And they're both sort of cheats in a way because Mishoko Tensei, like you, I, I didn't start until last season to catch up on. And then Wonder Egg, I adore, but the last, the final episode that they called it because there was that weird gap from when yep. the show kind of ended to the final episode sort of wrapping everything up. The wrap-up episode doesn't even do it justice. So I'm sort of like a hypocrite and saying like, oh, it's really good, but the last episode's kind of kind of a little stinky if we want to get technical this only gets up to the like second to last episode because um what had happened during the season is that the company making or the the studio making the show basically was releasing them hours before airtime to the point where they could not release an episode so they did a recap episode and they couldn't get airtime for that final episode, so they had to get airtime in summer 2021. Yeah. So summer 2021 has a special for that last specific episode. So if you're counting Wonder Egg in winter, it's just those first 11, which are amazing. Yeah. Or 12. I don't remember how many episodes it actually was. But I, I agree that that show was great. I still have yet to watch the very last episode. I mean, it's not to say that it's bad. It just as a final episode does not do it justice, which they can redeem themselves if there's a second season. Mm -hmm. They could, but still good. I still enjoyed it. Mayhap. But um, moving on to spring 2021, you and I, we both agree. Number one show, and this is my show still of the year, is Odd Taxi. Yep. Like, hands down. Yep. Like, there's nothing to discuss there. Odd Taxi was the outstanding show this year to me. Like, it is the pinnacle of storytelling that could really only be done through animation. Because yep. I feel like if you, there's no way you could do this live action. Or, you know, I feel like it'd be kind of a cheaper gimmick if you did it 3D or, you know, Pixar or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so, you, you couldn't get the same intensity and like all those twisting yeah. moments in with with any sort of live action piece. Yeah. And so to me Odd Taxi is one of the best like mystery kind of slow burn shows I've ever watched. It it's definitely my favorite of spring 2021. I really didn't watch a whole lot in spring 2021. It was literally that My Hero Academia season 5, uh Nagatoro, which I enjoyed Nagatoro a a good ch- a bit of it. Not Love a good Nagatoro. chunk. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Nagatoro. Um, I remember Loba and I. We watched this show about the uh, sh- the guitar, like the three stringed guitar, which was kind of a disappointment by the end. Those Snow White, but notes. you know, yeah. There you go. Thank you. Um, that and I don't have the English names of all the shows in front of me, but I know that um, Pretty Boy Detective Club was that season, and so yep. was the uh show where the salary man guy takes in like a high school girl and like has to keep her hidden it's really fucking weird the i don't know fuck was that what show was that i i'll i'll have to look up the english name when you talk about what your favorites were in spring 2021 i mean you hit on all mine for the most part i 
let's see the one show that i that you haven't said <laughs> that i absolutely fucking loathe is i've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed my level and had the displeasure of having of watching that all the way through it was a terrible slice of life but yeah i mean odd taxi is undoubtedly the number one for that season and again it is a very 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 top contender for being the number one for the year um shows that i didn't even watch but i know they were good based on uh, lobo's reactions to them were to your eternity to your eternity which came out in spring and then tokyo revengers as well so it's it, spring was pretty good i mean the the biggest focal point was my hero this fifth season but we both have very similar responses to that season which is yeah um the show i was thinking of is higgy hero the oh, after being rejected yes. i shaved and took in a high school runaway yeah that show yes, that was just it started weird. off pretty good and then it was just really just not great i also forgot that i watched mars red this season or most of mars red and there were like a few other shows that i started that were just absolutely atrociously bad like the full dive the ultimate next gen full dive rpg is even shittier than real life oh yeah I that was you saying that that was, was horrible and then there was one other one that i watched and i forget it and i'm trying to scroll and buy some time until i find it but i can't find it anywho was, was it the vampire oh, well. one no that was mars red oh that was mars red right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um we'll, just, we'll chalk it up to spring had like one stellar show two good shows and the rest were just kind of yeah oh the other one was that one based off the three or the yeah the 3ds game or the ds game oh the world that was ported yeah world ends with you that was a really shitty anime yeah sorry if you really enjoyed it that was a (laughs) shitty anime to me Uh, but it is what it is summer let me get summer 2021 yeah, this was my eh, season. This is my catch-up season. Which is so funny because this was the season where I think I watched the most. Because I was watching Kobayashi, uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S, which was great. I got through two episodes of The Detective is Already Dead, which was absolute dog doo-doo. I watched three episodes of um, My your, my Girlfriend's Girlfriend. I don't know, some weird like dude professes his love to this girl who's he's had a crush on for forever she says yes but then this next girl comes up and is like i also love you and so he ends up dating two of them it was hot garbo um but then the ones that were awesome were remake our life um fantastic show about a guy who gets like a second chance to go back to school and design video games and be a director you had Sunny Boy, which was interesting. I think we both didn't finish Sunny Boy, but it, we we had kind of on the same page of like it was almost yeah. too weird. But I there still was a lot going it. on with that show. Yeah. yeah, I there was a lot that I just dropped or have not finished this season, and you touched it's, upon most of them. Yeah. So Jahi was I mean, also great. Didn't um, finish. Udamichi Arnisan was was probably the. I don't even want to say it was a dark horse because you pointed it out when we were first sort of giving a preview of Looking what shows through. we wanted to watch. Yeah. And it, my gosh, was it hilarious. Um, that one was really funny. Yeah. Drop that one too. <laughs> and then the the show that I loved the most, I think that I talked about the most too in, in summer was um, Aquatope on the White Sands. 
it, just a yep. never started it. It's such a superb slice of life. And again, I like slice of lives that have a nice unique element to it. And this one's dying aquarium girl basically runs away after being casted out of her idol group, ends up in Okinawa, joins the aquarium, tries to help out and then learns about sort of like the, the weird powers that the aquarium has and the influence and, and impact it's had on the community. It's just really good. It was one of those shows, though, where it continued into fall, and I just could not keep up with it. So I still have to catch up with it because it does have 24 episodes. So Yeah, I ended up only finishing... I only finished two shows this season. My Hero Academia Season 5, which you know how we feel about that. And then... um, That was spring, sir. No, it continued into summer. Oh, that's true. It that's ended true, in it summer. So I watched, Gosh, I finished that's that. How, that's how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it lasted forever. Ugh. Anywho, and then, uh, is it wrong? Or, sorry, is it wrong? No, I wish, is it wrong to that, to try to pick up Girls in a Dungeon came oh, out this season? It did not. I wish. But no, uh, the time I got reincarnated as a slime, season two, part two came out this uh, season. And I, that was probably the best arc or best season of the show to date i i like season one to me was fine it was good it was something like you know what if it gets a season two i'll watch it i'll just you know just to see what happens and it went in a not necessarily a direction i didn't intend but or didn't see but it did a lot with the characters that they built that i wasn't expecting them to do so they kind of like threw a shit ton of characters at you in season one and season two part one and then season two part two was all about utilizing these characters in a way that they should have been but you didn't think that it would come this soon so i really enjoyed this part of the season two part two so to me that was probably my standout of the season but not for the lack of trying i did start did not finish kobayashi dragon made season two Uramichi Onesan. Fantastic. Uh, Sunny Boy. I watched one episode of Black Company, and that was god-awful. <laughs> Didn't, did not, it's still on my to-watch list, and I will fi- <laughs> I will finish it one day. I did not finish Remain, unfortunately. You heard it here, folks. He's going hey, to finish it. I said that I would one day, like, when I started it, that I don't care how bad it is, which, boy, oh boy, is it hot trash, <laughs> that I will finish it. Have not finished it, and then Jahi never finished, and I feel like there may have been one or two others that I finished. Nope, yeah, uh, the detective is already dead. Started the, like bad. I watched one episode and I just did not yeah, watch no, that, it. Again. That's okay. That show was bad. You can you can just skip that. Yep, but um, now we're in fall twenty twenty one. The current season. Some shows have ended. Some shows are legitimately. Not just beginning. I guess we're kind of into winter 2022 the, for the shows that are beginning. But there's a lot that I love this season. The, the, oh, yeah. Because I'm always changing it up every week. I'm either talking about Jobless Reincarnation, um, Blue Period. I was talking about Ranking of Kings at the beginning, but I didn't. I wanted you to watch it and so we could discuss it together, and then I fell behind on it. I was going to say, I, I, I started picking it up. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. There's Comey Can't Communicate. Like, there is a ton 
this season. And there's even uh, like the one show that I still need to continue watching, Sakugan. Like there's a lot going on this season that yes. I am absolutely in love with. And I like I want to continue ranking of kings. I want to continue Sakugan. I think I'll have the chance to do it in the coming week because I took the last week of work off. So I will have plenty of time to catch up on shows if I want to, potentially, maybe, hopefully, we'll see. I may just read the entire time. Who knows? But I think my stinker of this season, which is really unfortunate because this was going to be our show of the season, was Talked Up Destiny. I stopped watching it, and I I don't have any regrets about stop watching it. So I'm going to give it a, I'm going to still give it a pass only because I haven't finished it yet. But based on just animation alone we i mean we can't just rank a show based on animation alone cuz the animation otherwise is demon slayer would be 10 out of 10 yeah, right like animation and, and the not only like the visuals but like the like the audio the music everything about it like fantastic the plot was just such a letdown through like the first 5 episodes there really like it's shocking to say but there really wasn't a plot even though it was clear like hey we have to make it to new york to go to the symphony the symphonica to to help out um our the angel whatever they call her uh because she's broken basically yeah like yep like okay cool like it's it's just them traveling but there wasn't much meat to that like it, it was basically just that which is shocking too because it's Mappa and Madhouse, but they, I guess they went all in on the animation. And I guess I will give it somewhat of a pass too because is it's based off of, or it's not based off of, but it it pulls a lot from a, a no, game. it's based off of a game. Okay. Or is the game coming out the same time as the show? See, I don't know. I don't uh, know much about it. Yeah, but but I, it I, is... I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna I'm going to finish it just because I do want to see how it wraps up. But I mean. It is hard to to compare it to all the other shows that we were actively watching because, like you said, I mean, it, this season was. I kind of want to say it was sort of the the diamond in the rough season because there were a lot of shows where we just kind of like, we're like, it sounds good. Let's see what they do, and they're superb, like, unbelievably superb. You had the obvious ones with Komi and and Mushuko Tensei, but like for me, Muruko Chan again, the first three episodes, a lot of fan service. You got to get through it really really good like a very cohesive plot for the first season it had those scary moments that are actually very unnerving and terrifying you have the comedy aspect of it too in scenes to like give it some like levity at times it's but it's really really good you also had for me my senpai is annoying which has one more episode left every episode fantastic extremely wholesome love it to death and then, yeah, I started ranking of kings as well, and just shocked, shocked, shocked because the trailer that we originally watched when we were previewing this season, I was like, nope, out. It's super weird. The animation style is kind of goofy to me. I don't think I can get into it. The battle scenes are kind of good, but it just overall didn't seem great. Started getting into it, learning more, like getting deeper into the story, into all the twists and turns the shows has, and I'm blown away. Like, I think it, it was super I, amazing. I, I think it was when I started talking about it and after an episode or before an episode, I was like, dude, you need to watch this one action scene with me. And it's like episode one or two where the the two princes face off in like just a sparring match. Yeah. And how beautiful that that animation was. Yeah. I think that's what hooked you in. But 
Yeah, I'm really far behind in ranking of kings. Otherwise, I'd probably be way up higher. Um, my I, two for this... I would oh, be oh. remiss real quick if I didn't also mention my Pride of Orange hockey show, too. Which, I'm looking on my anime list, has a pitiful 6.11 <laughs> on my anime list. But... I think it's pretty good for a first time, at least for uh, all I know, uh, hockey, ice hockey show. Uh, pretty good. A lot of fun. So, yeah, the season of a lot say, of good hits. Yeah, I would say my favorite two, definitely Komi-san, uh, or basically Komi Can't Communicate, and Blue Period. Um, I didn't go into Blue Period a lot this week, and I will have to go rewatch last episode because, again, I had kind of a foggy head just... I had the worst splitting headache when I watched it, but I do remember a majority of it. I just could not describe it well enough to you to where I wanted to talk about it this week. Mm-hmm. But man, if you thought last week's episode was emotionally charged, this week was like, holy fuck. This week was just like just exponentially more so emotionally charged. It was a very good episode. And it's there's only two left. And I'm very excited because between, I mean, Komi-san is basically my mine of the season, my favorite of the season, just because I absolutely love the source material and I love this season. Like, it's just that piece of comedy I can go back to and laugh at whenever I need a laugh. Blue Period would probably be, like, my show of the season just for how, no pun intended, out of the blue it came to me. Like, I know it's a big series in Japan, but with how under the radar it is here in the States and it being a Netflix show, because let's be honest, Netflix doesn't have a good track record of anime. Looking at, at all. Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, Jesus. To be fair, the season one of Seven Deadly Sins wasn't terrible. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. But we don't talk about it beyond that. Yeah. But yeah, Blue Period to me, I mean, Comey Can't Communicate and Blue Period are way up there for me. I if you need a serious show that might be a little too real, Blue Period's your go-to. It really is. It's fantastic. But uh you got any closing statements? Anime good. Yeah, anime good. Oh, actually no, I did want to ask you one quick question before we leave. What are you most excited about for 2022? Oh, is this confirmed or like hopeful? I would say confirmed and hopeful. Okay. Confirmed. I am actually, I'm, I'm really excited about Chainsaw Man. I've started reading the manga. It is chaotic, like to no end. I am hopeful only because the movie is coming out in Japan and I'm assuming it's going to come out in the US. I am hopeful that they will announce season two of Jujutsu Kaisen after the movie because I am actively reading that manga as well and holy crap like the the it's still it's Jujutsu Kaisen's mappa like they do it justice but there is a complete just 180 between like the style in the manga versus the show like people think the show is like kind of dark at times holy shit you have no idea if you haven't read the manga that stuff is crazy so I'm like, I am really excited for season two to be announced again. Fingers crossed. Fair enough. I've got four confirmed or yeah, four confirmed one. Maybe the maybe being Mushuko Tensei season two. 
Um, well, I, I Kagu- mean, we can we can kind of bank on it. Honestly. Yeah, I would say I would say Kaguya-sama season three. Very 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 excited for that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for My Hero Academia season six. Despite how we treated it this year, I'm really excited for season six. I was like, you're wearing a My Hero shirt right now. How I am. I'm, I'm wearing best. I'm wearing the jersey for best girl who is Froppy. Every yeah. other girl go suck it. Anywho. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited for, or I guess there's a lot I'm actually excited for next year. Um, Spy Family, Spy yep. X Family is going to be fucking amazing. Uh, the last season of Attack on Titan, going to be fucking amazing. Chainsaw Man, and, oh shit, I had another, oh, it hasn't officially been announced, like it's been announced that there's going to be a season three, but it hasn't said when. But whenever the fuck Mob Psycho season three comes out, you best oh, believe yeah. my ass is gonna be in that seat watching it, because and season two was phenomenal. Like I, if season one was great, season two was just like Chef's Kiss, just so fucking good. Chef's Boyardee. Um, I am you, motherfucker. Take it back. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Chef's Boyardee. I'm watching through Mob Psycho right now, and I'm loving it. It's on, It's been on my list for forever. The other one, too, that I feel like we missed out because I'm personally, I'm not aware if they've made the announcement yet, but I believe they have. Um, season four of Don Machi is around to pick up girls in a dungeon. I believe there's been some sort of announcement that it's there's going to be something in 2022 because we had like a weird sort of like hint, maybe 2021, and then we didn't get it. So I thought that they made a like, an official announcement like 2022 early. There's going to be It something. is slated for 2022, just does not have an official release. Also, there's one on your list that you didn't even say. Fucking Overlord Season 4. Oh, yeah. That's keep making supposed fun of to it. come out. In... <laughs> oh, I know. I, I just, just, just I the same so way much. that you're making fun of Attack on Titan. <laughs> I make fun of Ov- Overlord just because, you know. It's but fun. you haven't seen any Overlord. I've watched like the first season and a half of of Attack on Titan, so I have grounds to be mad. But yes, we finally get season four of Overlord. I am. It's funny too because before I watched Mushoku Tensei, Overlord was like my like my isekai, like favorite isekai, best isekai. I know people love Sword Art Online, but let's face it, the fairy arc is shit. That's Overlord. not even isekai, I feel like. That's just... Eh, it's like know. a weird sort of like mix between like... It's fantasy. And... Yeah. Fantasy? I would count it as fantasy more than isekai, which you need to go watch season three. I know I, you have a lot on your to watch list from me, and I have yeah, yeah, one show yeah. on my watch list for you. But hey. you all have a watch list, and we want to hear about it. Tweet at us, at Bakako, uh Yeah, Baka and Co., podcast on twitter jesus fucking christ i can't even remember our twitter handle i was like do you Baka know where you are who am i where are you who are you who pooped in my pants anywho baka co podcast on twitter you can tell us what you guys are watching what you're most excited for next season and what you enjoyed this year until next time spark triumph we'll see you then Baka. Baka no.